It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. A lot to get to on a Wednesday hump day edition of the show. The dam has broken. Multiple reports out there, and I can add my report to it if it really matters for you. Mark Pope set to become the BYU basketball coach to succeed Dave Rose. We'll talk about that here in this first segment. Caught up with a guy that I'm very familiar with. I work with on a daily basis. Also is one of the most connected and tuned in local journalists that I have ever known. That is the one, the great, the one and only Patrick P.K. Kinahan. He'll join us in the second segment of today's show to talk about Mark Pope and his report and what he thinks Pope can do to help lead BYU back to the glory days. And of course, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports in our final segment. So a lot to get to on a Wednesday edition, like I said. Let's get going. But real quick before we do that, a reminder for you to check us out on the brand new Himalaya podcast app, also available on the Google podcast, Apple podcasts, and Spotify as well. Everywhere podcasts are to be found. You can hear the Locked On Cougars podcast. And also a reminder for you, when you get in your vehicles and you're driving around, simply tell your smart, smart device, play podcast Locked On Cougars. That way you're always up to date. All right, let's get going. This is Locked On Cougars for April 10th, 2019. All right, guys, I'm Jay Catch. Thanks again for joining me on this Wednesday edition of the show. I'm your resident BYU insider, the host of Locked On Cougars. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And if you guys are paying attention to the Locked On Cougars Twitter feed last night, you knew what was breaking. I put out a cryptic gif of the papal enclave smoke turning white, indicating that BYU had made their decision. I was told last night by Patrick Kinahan, among others, that Dave Rose's successor with BYU basketball is his former assistant, Mark Pope, currently the head coach at Utah Valley University. As of recording of this podcast, and I'm recording this in the morning of April 10th, 2019, no official word from BYU. Multiple reports came out. PK had a story on 1280thezone.com about 9.30, breaking the news. Shortly after 10 o'clock, the dam really broke. Dick Harmon, Jay Drew, essentially everybody you would, th- would, would think had, these, had the story all broke. It's multiple reports out there that Mark Pope will be the new head coach at BYU. Now, there's all kinds of questions that go with that, but Mark Pope comes to BYU having to rebuild the Cougars a little bit because you're potentially losing Yoli Childs, who is uh, set to be go pro. Can he convince Yoli Childs to come back? I would have my doubts. I don't think that Yoli Childs has interest in playing for free, and I know that free in the college sense is a it's a very hot topic. I don't think players are. I think players are being compensated quite fairly in my mind. That's just me. But Yoli Childs, I don't think has much interest in playing at the collegiate level for another year. Maybe Mark Pope can go to him and say, "Hey, 
I'm a former NBA player. I can really round your game out. We'll play a system that's more conducive to you making the NBA, etc. Maybe you can convince him to come back. But outside of that, Mark Pope has got a lot of work to do. He has TJ Haas returning next year, who I think will be BYU's leading scorer without Yoli Childs on the roster. Can he get a guy like Nick Emery to overcome his issues to really become the player that BYU fans saw before he stepped away from the program for a year due to some NCAA and personal issues? But there's all kinds of questions that come up with Pope. I think the biggest thing that we take away from this just in the terms of the hire overall is that BYU got their guy. I reported all along that BYU was all in on the Mark Pope train. I said as much on yesterday's podcast. I had a few people reach out to me and say, well, if BYU's not going to make this move, why don't they move on? I said there was, a, there was a breaking point. At some point, they would have to move on. Well, we got the word late last night that Mark Pope was the guy. I felt like Mark Madsen, Barrett Peary, Quincy Lewis were all solid candidates, but BYU wanted to get Mark Pope as their as their head coach. And we all know the machinations that go, go along in Provo. It's a very slow process. There are so many different people that feel like they have to have their hand in the pie. I've berated that point multiple times on this podcast. I feel like people just need to get out of the way. I'm talking about certain vice presidents and lower level general authorities with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who think that it's in their purview to weigh in on coaching hires at BYU. Get out of the way. There are three people or four people in my mind that should have been in the mix on this. One, Tom Homo. Two, Kevin Worthen. So Tom Homo, BYU Athletic Department and the BYU Athletic Director. Number two, Kevin Worthen, BYU BYU University president. And then number three and four are members of the board of trustees and members of the first presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who is the sponsoring institution of Brigham Young University. Uh, those people that sit on the board of trustees, guys like Jeffrey R. Holland, etc. Those are the people that should weigh in. I don't need academic vice presidents and I don't need lower level general authorities being like, well, are we sure we've really considered all our options? Yeah, you have, and you have your guy that you got, so just get out of the way. So Mark Pope is the guy that BYU hired. He's got a lot of work ahead of him because he has aspirations bigger than BYU, plain and simple, but that is a good thing if you're a BYU fan, and let me explain why. He comes in, he has a goal to jump to another level, to the Power 5 level is what he ultimately wants to get to. He wants to have a chance to win a national championship. And I'm not going to lie, I don't see that happening for BYU anytime in the near future, especially with their current conference affiliation and facing a national title contender year in and year out who's going to steal your automatic bid in the NCAA tournament, speaking of Gonzaga. But I think that he comes in, and if he is able to actually jump to the next level, he's able to jump to the Power 5 level, guess what? He had BYU playing really well in, in NCAA tournaments and the like. So that means that... He actually did some good things at BYU. Regardless of if it's three years, five years, ten years, however long he's at BYU, if he leaves BYU in a better spot than he found it, and let's look at this, BYU missed the postseason for the first time in nearly two decades this past season. Well, he's obviously in a he'll leave it in a better spot if he's going to jump to the Power Five level and convince the program to hire him. He has a lot of hurdles to clear. He's got to recruit guys. He's got to hold on to the three current uh, players that BYU signed in their latest recruiting class. He's got to get out on the recruiting trail and get in touch with players and see if he can lock them in. I don't know if he'll be able to get mass transfers into BYU. I talked about it previously on the podcast. Nevada, a job that he was rumored to be in the mix for, would allow him to bring in mass transfers. 
I think that he can bring in every so often a, a junior college player or two, but he couldn't bring in four or five like he had done in the past at UVU. But there is no denying that Mark Pope built UVU from literally almost nothing into a respectable program. He is a builder. He's proven that at UVU. Can he prove it again at BYU and make the jump? If you're a BYU fan, you hope he does it and you wish him well if and when he does leave because he left BYU in a better spot than he is currently finding it. He's willing to come in and take the job at BYU. He's signed on and we'll have an official announcement at some point here in the next day day or two, maybe even Friday. They might hold off just to make sure that all of the paperwork is in order but BYU got their guy now can he hit the ground running can he get players in place and can he, can he get, get a system in place that is going to give him an opportunity to succeed right away there are players on BYU's roster don't get me wrong I like TJ Haas I like Connor Harding I, I like guys like Gavin Baxter you guys know me if you listen to this podcast for a long term right before BYU season I felt like Gavin Baxter was the diamond in the rough for BYU and I felt like he would break out and he did break out Kind of that uh, latter half of the season, that midway through that latter half, he really was playing at a high level. He fell off towards the end of the year, kind of like Connor Harding did. Harding had a really hot start, I felt like, to the season, but then fell off. There are pieces for BYU to work with, for Mark Pope to work with at BYU. Can he bolster that lineup by getting some junior college players or going out and recruiting players? He identified a kid in Wyatt Lowell who was a four-star prospect and got him to commit to UVU. Well, what did he do after admission this past year? Well, he's the reigning WAC uh, freshman of the year. Jake Toulson, he's going to be a graduate transfer. And I know for a fact that he's going to be in high demand. I could see Mark Pope calling him and saying, Jake, come back to BYU. Jake originally signed with BYU, transferred to UVU, has made himself into the WAC player of the year this past year. And if they could get him to Provo, that would be a coup in my mind for BYU and Mark Pope to do that because I really feel like he could have a major impact. There will be other programs after Toulson. I can think of every in-state school really making a call down there. And whoever takes the UVU job, of course, will do their best to keep him in the fold because... The job that Mark Pope is vacating, UVU is set up to have immediate success for whoever gets that job in Mark Pope's, uh, with Mark Pope leaving, whoever takes over, whether it's one of his assistants, a Chris Burgess, a Cody Fuger, maybe Mark Madsen, Quincy Lewis, Barrett Peary, see that as an opportunity, jump to that job with eyes to take over at BYU if Mark Pope moves along. I know I've got a lot of convoluted thoughts on this, but the news breaking, I wanted to talk, talk to you guys about it and feel free to respond to me let me know what you think hit me up at jacob c hatch at locked on cougars we'll do more of a kind of a specialized podcast where we really lay into the different things that mark pope's going to face at BYU once it's signed sealed and delivered the official announcement comes out from the school etc but i'm excited that mark pope is the guy got the word last night you saw the tweet on the locked on cougars podcast twitter feed follow there if you if you want insight you can't find anywhere else i crow it all the time on this podcast i do my best to bring you unique interviews insight opinion and insider information that you can't find anywhere else it's the tagline for this podcast and i thank you guys for your support on this but at byu got their guy and congratulations to tom homo and everybody else involved for getting mark pope in place here's hoping that he has success all right we will step aside here we'll come back like i said we're going to talk with patrick kinahan Uh, he works with me on a daily basis on dj and pk in the morning on the zone sports network he's become a great friend of mine 
He is one of the most clued in, locked in, and most in the know journalists in this market. I don't care what your personal opinion is of PK. You can't besmirch his name to me because I know the guy knows his stuff. He's been proven right time and time again. And we're going to talk with him next about Mark Pope. Get his insight on when he knew what was happening, how he knew it was happening, etc. He explains all that next right here on Locked on Cougars. Before we go, though, reminder for you guys, check out the Himalaya podcast app. has all of the major podcasts you would ever want to listen to, including this one, the Locked on Cougars podcast. It has personally curated playlist that you can set up. You can always be up to date with the latest and greatest in BYU news. If you are looking for a new podcatcher, you're not satisfied with your current option, you can check it out on the Himalaya podcast app and catch up with Locked On Cougars there. And a reminder for you guys, we are available on all the other major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. It really does help us out quite a bit. All right, more in a moment. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. I am pleased to welcome in a guy I work with on a daily basis. He spent a long time covering BYU, late 90s or the mid-2000s, if I'm not mistaken. He is the one, the only, the Patrick Kinahan. PK, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm living life to the fullest extent. All right, PK, big news breaking today. It's not official from BYU quite yet, but every indication is that Mark Pope is going to take the job at BYU as their new head coach to replace Dave Rose. You were the first person to have this story. Break down what you heard and when you knew. Well, I had heard in late February that Dave Rose was likely going to consider retiring, and obviously that went through to its completion, and that did come to pass, as we know, and at that point, it was obvious that Mark Pope was going to be the leading candidate, and I even spoke to Tom Homo and Brian Santiago on the afternoon after the press conference that BYU announced that Dave Rose would retire, and I was joking about them to make sure they didn't have the announcement from Mark Pope on a Tuesday because I play in a men's golf league, and I didn't want to miss my Tuesday men's golf league, and we had a little joke about it. And, you know, they were going to, at that time, state said they were going to be doing all the interviews and all that stuff, but you know, I had talked to some guys uh, as recently as uh, Tuesday night, that said that it was Mark Pope's job all along. And it was a two-week process from the time Dave retired until they announced it, or when they will announce it, a little over two weeks. But that Mark Pope was always the number one candidate. It never was not anything else. And I have that from an extremely reliable person who has been right about this stuff all along. So I think that Pope was the guy, and it was just a matter of them going through the process to hire him, which we know at BYU involves a lot more people than it does at a regular institution. You know, we saw with UCLA, once 
they had a couple of guys basically turn them down or they couldn't get the buyouts, whatever it was, that they acted very quick in hiring Cronin out of Cincinnati. Well, BYU, nothing ever acts very quick, particularly mm-hmm. in this situation. Too much is at stake from their perspective. So, you know, it's been known for a while, and then on Tuesday, Tuesday evening, I think that's when I texted you and said, yeah, it is going to be Pope. You did. And they're just going to go through the formal process and get it done, and it got done, and now we're going to wait in a a formal announcement in a press conference. Yeah, so uh, and I I can share some background here. When you told me that, I reached out to a couple other people, and they all said, yes, all indications are this. And I I tweeted out a picture, and of course, PK, you grew up in New Jersey. You grew up Catholic. You, You understand this, the papal enclave. Well, it's black smoke, and then when it turns to white smoke, it means they've picked a new pope. I tweeted out a GIF, a video of that, on the Locked On Cougars uh, Twitter feed, and some people picked up on it, and other people were like, what is this all about? So I, I tried to let people know in the most inconspicuous way possible, but I guess you have to have a little bit of a background of the Catholic religion to understand what I was doing, right? Yeah, the joke is, you know, the pope comes to BYU, and <laughs> we understand that because that's what they... The leader of the Catholic Church is called the Pope, and Mark's last name is Pope. Uh, David James did that, too. Yeah, he did. He mentioned that when I told him on Tuesday evening that it was going to be Mark Pope. He made that reference, and so you can have some fun with it. I'm sure some headline writers might have some fun with it down the line, or even as as immediately as now, I guess, with the Internet being 24-7. And, yeah, so it's, it's, it's interesting that here's a guy who thought he was going to be a doctor and went to medical school yeah. for a number of years is now going to be the head basketball coach at uh, BYU. It is. It's truly kind of a remarkable thing. And what he's done, though, I don't think anybody can uh, fully appreciate what he did to really rebuild UVU. Uh, they were a losing program when he took over four years ago. He got them to the cusp of the NIT this past season. I saw them as one of the projected at-large teams. They ultimately didn't get that. I believe they were in the CBI. But I think that BYU fans need to understand this guy is a, is a program builder, and BYU as it currently stands does, does need some rebuilding done. Yeah, you just look at his track record in four years. He got them to be respectable, and I think this year was a little bit better than respectable. And so he had an upward trend of building something, establishing a program. And I think in really any sport, you need to give a coach some time. I think three years certainly is the minimum. He was there for four, and he built it into a representative program to – say that it is competing for the WAC titles. You know, they had that transition period that they were going through that you, they make it a long process, man. It's like six, seven years or something yeah. before they will grant you full-fledged Division One status. and It kind of puts your program almost in no man's land. And so they've got all past that. And they're still, well, obviously, they're just virtually brand new. They're a baby when it comes to Division One status. And right now, you got to like what they've been able to do if they can continue to hire the right guy and, and generate some more momentum and maybe make an NCAA tournament, get themselves some media coverage. And that's the thing about Pope is he understood that he had to sell it. And I think when you get with BYU, you're going to have to sell a little bit more than you used to have to. You know, you could just open the doors or just a certain amount of people would show up. And then when you were going to go to recruiting, a certain amount of kids, obviously the LDS kids would be interested. Well, I think you got to sell it more than you used to. And I know Pope used to reach out to me a lot 
he tried to get me to go down there to watch the games and because he'd go through me to get to you call me and all that (laughs) stuff so yeah he knows how to sell the program which he's going to need to do to get it where BYU wants it to be yeah he would say hey Jake uh, PK hasn't responded to my text can you reach out to him like well he's uh, sitting three feet away from me doing this show I'll let him know and I, I but you're right yeah abs- absolutely he was he was a guy that he wasn't afraid to go out and sell it and you're right we've we've t- I've talked about on this podcast some of the top recruits in terms of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints guys who are top basketball recruits it's no longer like he said you throw the doors open to BYU and they're like yes I'm in I think you've got to go out and convince these young men because more and more programs around the country are okay with guys that want to go on missions that are they're okay with the religious affiliation and guys are more willing to go play elsewhere we've all seen it with Frank Jackson we saw it with Jabari Parker there's a kid right now at Wasatch Academy Caleb Lohner He's one of the top prospects in the upcoming recruiting class. I'm not sure BYU is going to be able to land him, but can Mark Pope kind of turn the tide and maybe land one or two of those kids every so often? Well, I think for the Cougars to be where they want to be, and that's competing for NCAA bids and competing consistently with Gonzaga, and you have to throw St. Mary's in there. Yet that Yes, I mean, it is an absolute requirement. We used to talk about Utah recruiting a lot of the same kids and they didn't need them now they certainly helped them uh, the LDS kids would go to BYU or Utah and really help their program but Utah was in a different situation and they could they didn't need to rely on them well BYU absolutely needs to rely on them it's obvious it's a no-brainer so they need to make sure they get the kid that they really really target and I think as we saw Steve Cleveland build that program, and then Dave Rose build that uh, continue to build it, maybe take it up another level by regularly getting into the tournament is because they were targeting kids, the LDS kids that they wanted, and mm-hmm. were able to get them. And then once the team has a staple of good, talented LDS kids, then you can augment it with some junior college kids or maybe get a four-year kid or a kid who's a transfer and they, that, are, that are not LDS, we've seen them do that a number of times, whether it's a four-year transfer or it's a junior college kid who has uh, some, well, maybe I don't want to say baggage, but has transferred maybe once or twice. You know, a kid like Keith Young who ended up being Mountain West Conference Player of the Year for Dave Rose. I mean, that was very, very a, just a crucial get. And I think being able to get him, or part of the reason was well, the program was in a good spot. Kids want to win. They want to play and they want to win. And they want to play before people. Well, BYU can get you to play before people. They can get you playing time. Now they got to tell guys, and you really can't tell them. you got to show them that we can win too. And if they can do that, which is a hard thing to do, it's not easy, but if they can do that, then they can get back to where they were and maybe poke it in and get them a little bit higher. Last thing for me, PK, uh, a lot of people have had frustration with BYU's inability to re- uh, recruit or bring in guys who aren't members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You just mentioned the name Kena Young. Can Mark Pope help expand BYU's recruiting footprint beyond Utah Valley like some BYU fans believe it only is that, is that geographic region? They don't go anywhere else? Well, he's going to have to. There's no question he's going to have to. It's an absolute must, and, and I don't know who his staff is going to be. But if you can put in guys who have contacts, I mean, recruiting is about relationships. We've heard that five billion times, and it's absolutely 100% true. It's about relationships. Find ways to reach guys, 
so that mom and dad believe in the coach. He'll take care of my kid. If I send my kid out there in somewhat of a foreign environment, that you'll take care of him and he'll be fine and he'll succeed and he'll actually thrive. And that's going to be the key. They've got to be able to do that. Find kids who can keep the code, get into school, and the basketball will take care of itself. The other stuff they've got to assure that we'll be watching for you and we'll make sure that your kid will be fine. And Pope obviously has contacts around the country. He was an assistant at Wake Forest. He's an assistant at Georgia. He played at Kentucky. He played at Washington. He played in the NBA. And you're really, under BYU's circumstance of requiring the coach to be an active member of, of your faith, you're not going to find a more qualified candidate than Mark Pope. Absolutely. All right, PK. Well, I appreciate you taking the time on short notice to join me. And I'll reiterate for people, Patrick Kinahan had this story first. Go to 1280thezone.com. It's also up at KSL.com. You can read his work there. PK, I'll talk to you tomorrow, I'm sure, right on our show on the Zone Sports Network. All right? Okay, Jake. See you. There you go. That's Patrick Kinahan. Thank him for taking the time. It's a pleasure always to catch up with him. You can listen to us each day on the Zone Sports Network from 6 to 10 a.m. with DJ and PK in the morning. Now in their 18th year together. Those two, my work day has never been the same, and I love working with them. And I thank PK once again for taking the time. We'll take a time out here, come back on the other side, catch up on everything else going on with the BYU sports teams around the athletic department. But a reminder for you before we do that, though, Locked on MLB. Locked On Podcast Network has relaunched our Locked On MLB channel. All your favorite teams, you can be caught up with them each and every day in 15 minutes or less. Or if you want more of that macro look, check out the Locked On MLB show. Soli does a great job with that show, examining the entire Major League Baseball universe, making sure you're always up to date on everything going on in Major League Baseball. So check that out, guys. The Locked On MLB channel, brand new part of the Locked On Podcast Network. More in a moment. This is Locked On Cougars. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. As we close out today's edition of the podcast, thank Patrick Kinham for taking the time and congratulations, I guess I should say, are in order for Mark Pope, the new head coach of the BYU basketball program. Of course, like I said, we'll do more of a specialized, special edition of the podcast to talk about Pope, get his comments from his introductory press conference whenever that is, get some interviews with other media members and the like. We'll make sure you're up to date and we'll talk more about Pope and the challenges he's going to face as the new head coach at BYU. All right, as we close things out today. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the other sports at BYU. Uh, news coming out yesterday with the weather, of course, here along the Wasatch Front, that the BYU softball and baseball games, softball was supposed to play at Utah State, while BYU baseball was supposed to host rival Utah. Both canceled due to weather. They will not be made up, so they have just canceled those games outright. Both teams will be in action later on this week. 
A couple other things for you real quick, though. Baseball-wise, Brock Hale has been named as one of the 10 finalists for the 2019 Senior Class Award in Collegiate Baseball. Of course, he's an All-West Coast Conference first-team honoree last year. He currently has 34 hits, 32 runs, 7 doubles, 7 home runs, 25 RBIs, and 24 walks this year in helping BYU to a 22-8 record currently. Congratulations to him. Hopefully, he can bring it home. It's an award that requires you to do a lot of service off the field. You maintain your grades in the classroom as well as being a standout on the diamond. And then a couple other things to note before we take off here is that the BYU cheer and stunt team completed their 2019 season ranked number six in the country. Congratulations to them on that. And then also, the BYU Cougarettes, uh, the dance world in terms of the college game, they're the version of Alabama. If you want to support a program that is just absolutely dominant, support the BYU Cougarettes. They won another two national titles in both jazz and hip-hop at the national championships. The Division 1A national titles in both of those competitions at the NDA championships this past weekend and in Daytona Beach, Florida. They have won 19 national championships since 1997. I'm talking to you guys. This is the Alabama of the BYU, greater BYU area, because they've just won all kinds of national championships, and they absolutely deserve everything that's coming to them. They actually scored a 99 this year. It's the highest total ever in the jazz competition. So congratulations once again to BYU Cougarettes and also the BYU Cheer and Stunt Team. Being a top 10 team is no small feat as well. All right, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Hopefully I have official word from BYU on Mark Pope. We'll keep you up to date on that as well as everything else in the BYU sports universe. Thanks again for joining me, Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked on Cougars. Please subscribe and rate and review the show and make sure to check us out each and every day when you get in your car plug in your smart device and tell it play podcast locked on cougars that way you're always up to date more tomorrow thanks again for joining us this has been the locked on cougars podcast for april 10th 2019listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.